Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Get out and get active with ICOM's new IC705 and its optional multifunction backpack. And BioNO Power, offering the best performance lithium iron phosphate batteries for your ham radios. Visit BioNOPower.com. That's B I O E N N O P O W E R.com. Or contact dealers nationwide. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello, friends. It's Christian. My call sign is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Joined by Steve, W7UDI from the Pacific Northwest. And we got another friend in here today. Very happy because she's very busy and runs around and and does a lot of things. It's Rhea, N2RJ. We're going to talk to her. She is a director with the ARRL. And she's in the Hudson Division. I love New Jersey. No, New Jersey's such a big state. Come on in, you guys. Just come on in, and we'll just get to it. We don't. We don't. Everybody knows you guys anyway. How you doing, Ria? What's going on? Hi, hi, Christian. Hi, Steve. Um, it's been a while, and we're doing good. You know, living under um, extended lockdown again because Phil Murphy just announced it's going to be June third again. So you were extended. We were extended yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is such yeah. a complicated thing. What are you guys on now, Steve? Um, we're ex- uh, for the state. We are up to the um, the end of the month, and then uh, because of the county that I live in, and there's ten counties uh, in the state of Washington that are uh, going in for a variance, and uh, we'll know by the end of the week, hopefully. Uh, that we can uh, jump up to phase two of the uh, reopening. We might start reopening uh, next week. So kind of keeping our fingers crossed. We've had a total of 15 positives in our county and uh, nothing in the last 21 days. I happened to look at the uh, county website uh, this morning and got the latest uh, download on that. Yeah, it's complicated. I live in a big state. And, you know, there's a lot of rural areas that that could probably begin to open up and phase it back in with right restrictions. And then we've got St. Louis, which holds the most cases right now. So it's kind of it's iffy for me where I am in my work because we have to really think this through. And in fact, my work is thinking they sent out a survey asking, you know, it's basically gauging comfort levels now. Are you comfortable? And I've been back working Oh, in the last week or so, I've put in, I don't know, 50 hours down there working with this a crew. And you probably just have to jump back in it at some point when you're comfortable. I'm working in a small group. We're doing an infrastructure type of deal. And we're all wearing the mask, taking the precautions. And then you kind of get that feeling back again of, oh, okay. You see joggers and things like that. But other areas are... You know, where Rhea is, and of course where you uh, are, Steve, that was the epicenter in the beginning. 
not quite out here in the middle and epicenter type volume. So you guys have a much different experience and New Jersey was a super hot and I think it still is right now. Right, Rhea? Yeah. So um, we, we are uh, sort of the epicenter. Um, the, ep- the real epicenter is New York City, of course, but um, that kind of spills over and it is kind of warm today. I don't know um, exactly what the temperature is, but I went outside to retrieve some from my car and, my, and it was warm. So um, it, it definitely is um, increase in temperatures. So uh, as far as cases go, I think we're, uh, we finally breached a thousand mark in my county, but I think that's really a result of testing and not so much that we don't have as many cases. What's unique about my county is that we have a lot of seniors and um, that kind of ups the death count a little bit. So, you know, we got to watch out. Rhea, how do you think this has affected amateur radio? So, you know, um, that's, that's been a very interesting thing because amateur radio has not only been uh, affected, I think amateur radio has kind of benefited a little, a little bit because, um, so let's start with how it's affected. Um, no more ham fests, uh, no more in-person club meetings, and, um, you know, a lot of de-expeditions and such are canceled, and a lot of other things in-person canceled, Dayton, Xenia is canceled. Um, every big convention is being canceled and you know so our in-person gatherings are are shrinking but our on-the-air gatherings are growing so not only do you have people getting on HF or or other um, a long-distance communication you find like the local people are starting nets that deal with you know where can I find supplies which place have senior hours which place have first responder hours you know and um, generally you know, hey, how are you doing? Are you are you doing okay? You know, and um, that that's been a big thing. The other thing I've I've seen as well is um, the licensing situation. If you want to talk about that a little more later, but um, that that's been a major casualty and also an opportunity to um, to innovate. You know, and of course, field day too is going to be um, affected by this in a big way. I wonder how you feel because I know as a contester and not just somebody who does it at a small casual level, you're a, you're, you know, you're a beast of a contester and people know that you win things. Now people, when all that volume comes to the air, people are like, Oh, there's another contest." you know, the old, old ones who are saying, Oh, there's another kind. Do you think now with all this extra activity hitting the bands, is it more of a friendly because you're sharing more space on the bands right now. Is it good or bad? Do they feel like uh, what you're hearing has been, um, you know what I'm trying to say? Is it is it friendly and welcoming or is it like, oh, this COVID has got too many people in the air? You want to know something? So locally here, a lot of the nets have been on local repeaters. And as a result, they've not really been that much on HF. HF, for the most part, um, has seen an uptick in activity, but the, the COVID-specific things are, are on local repeaters. And I think the people who manage and own those repeaters are glad to see the activity. HF, um, it's, been, it's been getting crowded. But I wouldn't say it's at a crisis point where people are saying, oh, you know, it's going to be, you know, there's too many people in the band and, you know, we need to shut this thing down. No, no, no. Um, but um, definitely during a contest weekend, I could see, of course, you know, you'll have a clash of people. And that usually happens anyway. 
and and that's that's going to to, to keep happening. I don't know if it's going to um, increase or decrease by any number because there are a number of factors. Like, for example, people can't go abroad to the Caribbean and operate, or they can't go to other places. You might see more people doing remote operation, right? Where they, you know, they sit at home and they operate a station remotely somewhere. Uh, all of that stuff. I, I think it's going to be a generally mixed bag. Now, having family in, say, Trinidad, do you still have family there? And how has this uh, affected your your uh, travel, your family dynamic? Are you able to get messages and stay in contact? So as far as my family, um, most of my family is here. I have a few relatives still there. But um, uh, mostly I've been in touch with them. Uh, the strange thing is just when this thing started, my mom took a flight and went there for some reason, which I will never understand. But, you know, she's my mom and I love her. But um, I, I still keep in touch with people. And I still, you know, as far as amateur radio, uh, there's no need to, to, to use amateur radio to send messages to specifically family. I do still keep in touch with a few friends over amateur radio on HF. And, um, you know, it's, it's, been, it's been interesting. You know, I, I also keep in touch with them on social media too. But sometimes it's good to just pick up the, the mic on the radio and chat, you know. Yeah, it is. And just one last personal question. How are your kids holding up with all these changes? Oh, the biggest thing has been online school, but thankfully the teacher has been doing a Zoom meeting. Um, I also give them, um, I let them take over my Zoom for a couple hours in the afternoon sometimes to talk to their friends, you know. They're doing kind of okay. I think they miss school. They miss the social activities. They miss music. They miss, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but they're kind of getting into the, groom, the groove of um, online learning. And um, that's good for the most part. But I can't wait for them to go back to school. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's hard to adjust uh, trying to create a system like they're used to in school at home. And homeschooling is different from that system. So it, it's hard sometimes to kind of get that understanding when you understand you're going to send your kids back to public school or wherever they may be going private uh, school, back yeah. private at some point. We're talking to Ria and to RJ. Steve is here, W7UDI. We've got so much to talk about. We're into May now, and you can smell it. That field day is around the corner. We've got the 100 watts and a wire tune-up that happens two weeks before that. This is our fourth year of doing that, so to get you prepared, we're going to talk about that. We can ask uh, Ria questions about the league, which is uh, exciting. It's always good to know someone who is uh, at the table. And uh, she tells it like it is, so that's uh, great. We'll we'll take a little break here. When we come back, more with Ria, N2RJ, and Steve, W7UDI, after this. The Kilo Station again, again, again. Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. You're 5'9". Right. The ICOM 705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers, but it's in a portable package covering HF 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at 1 kilo, or just over 2 pounds. With RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz. It's got that large 4.3-inch color touchscreen with live band scope and waterfall. And the perfect accessory for the IC705 is the optional backpack. It's the LC192. 
It has a special compartment for the IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. One thing, it's important that the man at the controls is also the man on the radio. From the summit to the shack, this is 100 watts and a wire. Welcome back. It's Christian K0STH, Ria N2RJ, and Steve W7UDI. We're into May. Everyone's thinking about getting outside if you haven't been. I mean, you've been stuck in this house, and uh, all we're saying, hey, let's get out in the yard. I know a lot of people don't even have yards. If you have a condominium or you're in an apartment complex, I'm feeling for you right now. We're trying to give you ways to get outside if you can. Okay, Steve, you you want to talk about what you're hearing on HF? You run our 100 watts in a wire net, and I think it's appropriate that we have Rhea come back on as like a guest net control as soon as we can. But that's just a little seed I'll plant with you. But you're on the air a lot is the point. What are you hearing on HF? On HF, uh, there's been an uptick on, uh, on new folks, guys and gals getting back into the hobby. Um, it's been interesting. I've run across a, just a couple of guys the other night, uh, uh, two separate conversations, and uh, one got completely out of the hobby, just totally gone. Um, took down his antennas, uh, basically got rid of his radios. He had a tower, took that down the whole nine yards, and was out of the hobby for about 12 years, and now he's back. And uh, Picked up a 7300 and threw up a uh, just a simple dipole. We worked on 20 meters, and uh, it's been interesting seeing the uptick on uh, the local repeaters, uh, which is great because it's just been kind of you know dead. <laughs> it's been crickets uh, most of the time, and now there's activities. Some clubs are trying to do their uh, club meetings via the radio, which is great because it uh, kind of opens up the club to everybody else that are non-members and probably i think is a good way of uh, bringing members into the clubs so um and as Rio was saying that the, you know the bands are getting crowded i'm starting to see cl- on uh, 20 meters uh i see clusters and it's kind of interesting when, when uh, Rio you use the uh, the flex and i'm using a uh, an SDR receiver to augment my 3000 and I can see clusters of where people are hanging together and it's just been kind of interesting to to see that and tune tune through uh, those uh, folks and uh, see what conversations are going on and and, and that but uh, it's it's nice to see the activity I won't say we're at that crisis level like it was back you know a number of years ago where you couldn't find a spot especially like on 75 meters or 40 meters to to have a conversation where it was just jam walled ball wall to wall of people <laughs> but uh but it's getting there and uh and the uh, activity when it comes to contest weekends has been great it's to see more activity because people are now you know hey i'm home let's try this uh, contesting if they're not into it and it's uh another you know aspect of the hobby that we have here now Rhea, you're with the league uh is this good business for the league i mean is this some sort of real nice uh uh, I don't know happening. All this activity is good or bad, or do you think it'll have a difference? Does it matter? Okay. Um, uh, I I think in general activity is good. I, we love activity. We love to see people on the air, um, and um, there is a, a, a definite uptick, as Steve has been saying, and we definitely like that people are getting interested. 
So one, one thing you might not know is that as a director, I get copied on all TIS questions. The technical information service, if somebody asks the TIS a question, I get copied on a response. I've been seeing a lot of those where people have been asking station setup questions. It could be COVID. It could be that, you know, the weather is getting warm and people are setting up their stations, antennas and such. But there is definitely a renewed interest. There is also a renewed interest in VE testing, as in people wanting to become VEs. What the VEC department uh, has told me is that, um, you know, there are more people, believe it or not now, who are certifying as VEs. Because there's been a lot of interest in getting licensed. And I think that's good. You know, it's one silver lining. What are we going to do about this online testing? Where do you fall Oh, I, you know me, I'm pro-progress all the time, and I've been having internal meetings with, um, with these clubs and teams, and there are two methods of online testing. Um, you know, we had to present a good case to the CEO and the VEC department, you know, to adopt this, and eventually they did agree to um, online testing. And it's not just online testing, it's video-supervised remote exams. Well, one of the big things recently was that Ajit Pai, the FCC chairman, he has, um, you know, uh, basically put out a public statement saying remote testing is good, you know, that, that it's allowed. So there should not be any doubt. Um, there have been the, there's been the exam tools system, which is um, online. And there's also another system adopted by a team in Hawaii where they use PDFs. And that has been really good. So I'm basically introducing clubs to both methods and seeing which ones they want to get into. Columbia University VE team, a team I used to, 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 to be with for many years, they have they're gone into the exams, and I'll send you their website. Um, they've gone a really detailed into it. So um, it's, it's been good. There's also drive-up sessions where one club, um, Warren County Radio Club up in the northern part of eastern New York, they've been doing drive-up sessions. So that's another um, option for people who don't want to deal with the mess of remote testing. Steve, what do you think about this remote testing? Oh, I think it's great. I mean, in the fire service, uh, we're starting to use that. Uh, for uh, One of our uh, members uh, uh, did a, uh, a remote testing class where he had to um, you know, clear the room, uh, take his laptop, swing it around, uh, to show that no one else was in there, so <clears throat> trying to you know keep the integrity of of the uh, of the test, and so it's nice. It's not just us, you know, in the amateur world. It's spreading out to, to other avenues where we need to you know have testing, and uh, and it can't be done you know you know co-located. Uh, we have to be remote and things like that. So, uh, Ria, has the league kind of come up with the VE team? Are they kind of going into one uh, method of testing, or are they kind of viewing their options right now and saying and going to have multiple options depending on the VEE teams, or is there going to be a preferred testing method that the league would like to see being done uh, from their perspective? So right now it's in the very early stage, and I would say that um, based on my feedback is that the VEC department is open to all suggestions that comply with FCC rules. And also, you know, that also protect the integrity of, of the league because that's another big consideration, right? The AWRL, as you know, has a huge reputation to uphold. And um, 
if if a testing method you know results in some like a data breach or cheating scandal they don't want to have anything of that so my feedback definitely has been that they will work with teams um, they will vet their methods and then if they agree to it they'll you know they'll proceed and let them do exams I think that's I think that's a great idea. Um, have multiple methods that is uh, acceptable and uh, keeps the integrity of the uh, of the testing. You know, along with the league, we've we've gone through this in the past. We've had you know our testing scandals and our issues in the years past. I mean, that's 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 something you don't see anymore or hear about it. And uh, you know, right now we want to keep that integrity uh, in play and uh, not compromise it. Yeah, and you know, as um, I, I was talking with Joe Speroni, Alpha Hotel Zero Alpha in Hawaii, and he was telling me basically that you know you have to adapt methods to the technical abilities of each team. Not everybody could handle you know an online system like Exam Tools, right? Some of them might be wanting to go into something simpler using PDFs. That's fine if they get it done. You know, it's what whatever their comfort level is. Yeah, and that's fantastic. We live in this interesting time where we're we're being forced to change and augment, which is really cool in one way, and it's probably scary for a lot of businesses to try to figure out. I mean, imagine putting you guys are smart. You probably have stock in uh, Zoom right now, and uh, you know if if you did, you might be going. Through, I don't know anything about this company, by the way, but I mean everybody has adopted this, and you don't even hear the word Skype anymore. And if you do, it's like oh, and then you're seeing the push for teams and hey google's got a way to do this stuff too guys hey over here but it's an interesting thing to watch people sort of reinvent the way they uh deal with their audience thank goodness you know i deal in content which is good but there are some changes coming to field day how are we going to do that you know it's it's right around the corner and um we're going to change and augment the way we do tune-up steve had a really good idea we're going to come back in just a minute and we'll talk about Field Day 2020 and the 100 Watts in a Wire tune-up next. When in doubt, hang them high. This is 100 Watts and a Wire. Did you know that Nuts and Volts has the highest readership of magazines specifically written for the electronics community? For over 40 years, Nuts and Volts magazine has been bringing microcontroller and electronics projects to hobbyists, engineers, technicians, and experimenters around the world. Every issue is full of the latest technology, electronics theory, analog circuit design, robotics, home automation, communications, and more. Join the Nuts and Volts community and become a member today. You get two years of the printed magazine and the online digital edition for only $49.95. You also receive full access to all web content with downloadable PDF files. Plus, the e-newsletter filled with popular projects from past issues. Go right now to NutsVolts.com to subscribe. That's two years of Nuts and Volts magazine printed on paper and delivered to your door for only $49.95. Go to NutsVolts.com today to subscribe. Nuts and Volts magazine. There's more to build with Nuts and Volts. I gotta cut the levels of distortion. I gotta modulate the volume. Here's Christian, Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. All right, welcome back. Yep, we've got the COVID-19 and we've got murder bees. And Steve says he's got them up where he lives. I want a sample. I'm not afraid of them yet. 
because I'm still bigger than them. Am I bigger than a murder bee? Have you seen them in person? Oh, the murder hornets. Yeah, they've uh, they made their way here into Washington State. Oh my so goodness! That's why they found them up around Blaine and uh, somewhere in the northwest corner of the state, from uh, what I've read. Guys, join me in congratulating Steve, WG0AT. He's doing his 100th activation of Mount Hermon. He's been up there in zero degrees to 100 degrees, uh, many CW contacts. He's been up there with the goats. He's been up there alone, worked Australia, New Zealand, Japan. He's going to be activating Mount Hermon for the 100th time. That's 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 pretty significant, man. Good job, Steve. Do you guys know Steve? They have. I've seen the article on Steve. Way to go, buddy. Good job. That's good amazing. Good job, Steve. Yeah, good for you. Good for Oops. you. That's awesome. You know, and whatever. That's the one one great thing about this hobby and this service. There's so many different layers to it. And his deal is going up on that mountain a hundred, hundred times. You, nice. Congratulations. Wow. Well, we have on June. 12th through the 14th and i'm always recruiting i love building teams ria if you're available you know you can come run with us you won't win any prizes but i think you've got everything there is to own so just think about it we're going to do something a little different this year we've always had one operator would do their own kind of work and then steve said a couple of weeks ago look you know the covid 19's got us all hemmed up we can't get together you know, we don't know what the league's going to do. Things might change. We may not be out of the woods, and it looks like that could be the case. Why don't we make some teams? And you don't have to be together. You can just work as a team from remote locations. So that's what we're going to do for the tune-up. So put your team together. We've got prizes and a page. It's a random drawing, so even if you made the most contacts, it doesn't mean that you would win. It's a random thing. It's not a contest. It's a get out there and activate if you can portable wise so Rhea think about it this would be a huge acquisition acquisition or acquisition what is this I don't know what it is I think I have to give her money it's a contract she'd have to come work yeah certain considerations I'll do for uh, free, pink Christian. M&Ms whatever you do I don't know what you do no you know what last year when I went to field aid to all these clubs they fed me my gosh it was okay. wonderful right Barbecue to the heart fair. okay Barbecue yeah. fair, Steve. How are we going to do this on remote? We didn't think through being, yeah, you didn't know, think that one through all the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want to land a big player here. We've got to feed her. Okay, we got to think about the supply chain again. Okay, <laughs> Rhea, what's going on with field day? So many people are um, are curious. <laughs> so you know, there this, there's been a lot of intense discussion on field day. Um, you know, there's been a lot of ideas floated. Uh, the AWRL programs and services committee. Uh, has decided to keep field air rules as is, and their um, rationale is that we have an actual emergency this time that people should adapt. Of course, um, I don't agree um, 100% with them, but um, I have to support the decision of the committee and the board. So uh, with that said, you know, I've been uh, talking to teams and people how to, um, to adapt. And there, there have been some really good ideas, you know, if you if, if you want to hear them. Yeah, I'd love to hear them. So the, the first of them is that, um, you know, the most obvious one is to get on the air with emergency power from home, right? Um, this could be a petrol generator, although I don't like that too much. Um, 
because of you know using fuel and 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 emissions and all that stuff it's still an option um you can get a solar panel you can charge a battery pack before you can use that um you know uh you can you can operate mobile right that's one thing you can do you can also um other teams have been talking about where they're going to set up their equipment centrally and um connect to them via wi-fi like um the guys that um uh, uh, the guys who do the flex radios, they, you know, they said, well, yeah, you know, we're going to set up our, our radios in a rack, hook them up to the generator and the antennas, and then we're going to have Wi-Fi on our laptops. So that's one way to do it, you know. And as far as scoring goes, um, the league has said, the radio sport department has said that they're going to print club names next to people. That does not stop you from publishing another list of results um, you know, with different categories, like for example, for traditional contests, because even though they say field day is not a contest, the first article that described field day said this is a contest. <laughs> but you know what? It's an operating event. I get it. You know, it's not. It's not. It's not a really competitive contest. But um, what you can do is um, uh, you can tabulate results and rankings and such like that separately. You know. Th- like the league's results don't have to be the only yardstick. You know, you can put up a website that says, you know, these are all our clubs and this is how we did. Where are you, Steve? What do you think? Oh, I think it's, you know, I like the, the different ideas and everything. And that was, you know, when I came up with my little uh, harebrained scheme, it was one of those trying to adapt to where we are at the time, you know, we were all at home and, and uh, it was like, well, wouldn't it be kind of good to, you know, combine scores, you know, of people get together as a, as a club or a group of, of folks and they operate from their respective uh, home QTHs. And then they just take their score and combine it and, would be nice if there was like another category uh, that would have been that could have been made. You know, I'm, I just threw out uh, Zulu. Like, okay, so you have five club members and they're all part of the Zulu class, and they, the the stipulation is that you have to be emergency power and portable antenna setups, like you would uh, out on an actual field day. We're just kind of modifying it a little bit. It was just a thought to go out there, and then we're incorporating it into the. Uh, into the tune-up of having, you know, team members. uh, So it was just another way of adapting and and going. And I know it was kind of late in the game and you just don't, you know, the the committee's not going to change on a fly. It's kind of have to, you know, vet things out. How is it going to go? And yeah, it's not a, this is not a contest, but it's an operating event. And so it's, uh, well, you know, it's a harebrained scheme on, on my part. No, oh, go ahead. I was Ria. I was going to say we're actually in a an emergency. I mean, we're in a worldwide pandemic. I mean, you know, so we really are in it and adapting to it. But is there a way we should be thinking about keeping score? Is there a different mindset we should be thinking about? Because we kind of do approach this as a contest or almost as a game, a social gathering. Should we change our mentality about field day during a pandemic? I don't think so because you no know, one, we don't have a communications emergency, which is something I've stressed that, you know, the phones are not down. The internet's still running, even though it's heavily stressed. Um, what we do have is different conditions with regard to social gatherings. So that's really the only thing that needs to be adjusted. And I think that, you know, we could come up with stuff that'll do it effectively. Okay. 
Well, I want you to think about joining the team. We have a team that has guys. Are, oh, oh, oh. I'm in, This Christian. changes everything. That's now right. I, now I think we've pushed. We're, we're becoming like uh, the New York Yankees in a way. <laughs> and uh, from a guy from Baltimore who never could say something like that. I think this is good. We had three guys named Ian. Um, so, you know, it sounds like a used car lot or like a cheap attorney or something. <laughs> Call the three Ians, 555. But uh, adding Rhea to the team, uh, uh, Coach Steve, oh. do you have a comment? Oh, my God. We got some credibility now. <laughs> we got the cred. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> now now we actually have something going. Well, this is great. Love to have you. It's it's going to be a fun time. Uh, it just to, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if we should even think about you know putting a name together with the teams. We could be the only team out there, but I think uh, we'd have enough people that, to give others something to chase. So that's cool. Yeah, I think yeah. I think that'll be fun. And uh, can I get you to not to commit to a special day, but when you're ready, you come do a guest um, guest spot on the net one night. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. My only constraints are antenna wise, but I'm going to see if I could get something temporary fixed for that. Yeah, pick Doesn't the band. Matter. You tell us. Yeah. You tell us what band you're strong on and we'll run with that. All right, Probably we're going to wrap 80 up. 80 or 40. Okay, Perfect. 80 or 40. Done. Guys, take care of yourselves and take care of each other. Thanks to Rhea and to RJ and Steve, W7UDI. Time really flies when you're with your buddies and hanging out. Take care of yourselves and each other. And by all means, if you can, Please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.